Chapter 17, verses 6 through 13 of Catina Aria, Commentary on the Four Gospels Collected of the Works of the Fathers, Volume 2, Gospel of St. John, by St. Thomas Aquinas. The Sleeperox recording is in the public domain. Verses 6 through 8. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou givest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou givest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou givest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. Persostom, having said, I have finished my work, he shows what kind of work it was, viz. that he should make known the name of God. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Augustine, if he speaks of the disciples only with whom he supped, this has nothing to do with that glorying of which he spoke above, wherewith the Son glorified the Father. For what glory is it to be known to twelve or eleven men? But if by the men which were given to him out of the world he means all those who should believe in him afterwards, this is without doubt the glory wherewith the Son glorifies the Father. And I have manifested thy name, is the same as what he said before, I have glorified thee, the past being put for the future, both there and here. But what follows shows that he is speaking here of those who were already his disciples, not of all who should afterwards believe on him. At the beginning of his prayer, then, our Lord is speaking of all believers, all to whom he should make known the Father, thereby glorifying him. For after saying that thy Son also may glorify thee, and showing how that was to be done, he says, As thou hast given him power over all flesh. Now let us hear what he says to the disciples. I have manifested thy name to the men which thou givest me out of the world. Had they not known the name of God then when they were Jews? We read in the Psalms, In Jewry is God known. His name is great in Israel. I have manifested thy name then must be understood not of the name of God, but of the Father's name, which name could not be manifested without the manifestation of the Son. For God's name as the God of the whole creation, could not have entirely been unknown to any nation, as the maker then of the world. He was known among the nations, even before the spread of the gospel. In Jewry he was known as a God, who was not to be worshipped with the false gods, but as the Father of that Christ by whom he took away the sins of the world. His name was unknown, which name Christ now manifesteth to those whom the Father had given him out of the world. But how did he manifest it when the hour had come of which he said above, The hour cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs. We must understand the past to be put for the future. Persostom. That he was the Son of the Father, Christ had already manifested to them by words and deeds. Augustine which thou hast given me out of the world, i.e., who were not of the world. By this they were by regeneration, not by nature. What is meant by thine they were, 
and thou givest them me. Had ever the Father anything without the Son? God forbid. But the Son of God had that sometimes, which he had not as Son of Man. For he had the universe with his Father, while he was still in the mother's womb. Wherefore, by saying, They were thine, the Son of God does not separate himself from the Father, but only attributes all his power to him, from whom he is, and hath the same. And thou givest them me, then means that he had received as man the power to have them, nay, that he himself had given them to himself, i.e., Christ is God with the Father, to Christ is man not with the Father. His purpose here is to show his unanimity with the Father. And how that it was the Father's pleasure that they should believe in him. Bede, and they have kept thy word. He calls himself the word of the Father, because the Father by him created all things, and because he contains in himself all words, as if to say, they have committed me to memory so well that they will never forget me, or they have kept thy word, i.e., in that they have believed in me, as it follows, now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. Some read, now I have known, etc. But this cannot be correct, for how could the Son be ignorant of what was the Father's? It is the disciples he is speaking of, as if to say, they have learnt that there is nothing in me alien from thee, and that whatever I teach cometh from thee. Augustine, the Father gave him all things, when, having all things, he begat him. Chrysostom, and whence have they learned? From my words, wherein I taught them, that I came forth from thee. For this was what he has been laboring to show throughout the whole of the gospel. For I have given unto them the words which thou givest me, and they have received them. Augustine, i.e., have understood and remembered them. For then is a word received, when the mind apprehends it, as it follows, and have surely known that I came out from thee, and that none might imagine that the knowledge was one of sight, not of faith, he adds, and they have believed, surely is understood, that thou didst send me. What they believed, surely, was what they knew, surely, for I came out of thee, is the same with thou didst send me. They believed surely, i.e., not as he said above they believed, but surely, i.e., as they were about to believe firmly, steadily, unwaveringly, never any more to be scattered to their own, and leave Christ. The disciples as yet were not such as he describes them to be in the past tense, meaning such as they were to be when they had received the Holy Ghost. The question how the Father gave those words to the Son is easier to solve if we suppose him to have received them from the Father as Son of Man. But if we understand it to be as the begotten of the Father, let there be no time supposed previous to his having them, as if he once existed without them. For whatever God the Father gave God the Son, he gave in begetting. Verses 9 through 13. And I pray for them, I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me. For they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, 
and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou givest me I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Chrysostom, as the disciples were still sad in spite of all our Lord's consolations, henceforth he addresses himself to the Father to show the love which he had for them. I pray for them. He not only gives them what he has of his own, but entreats another for them, as a still further proof of his love. Augustine, when he adds, I pray not for the world, by the world he means those who live according to the lusts of the world, and have not the lot to be chosen by grace out of the world, as those had for whom he prayed, but for them which thou hast given me. It was because the Father had given him them that they did not belong to the world, nor yet had the Father in giving them to the Son lost what he had given, for they are thine. Chrysostom, he often repeats, Thou hast given me to impress on them that it was all according to the Father's will, and that he did not come to rob another, but to take unto him his own, then to show them that this power had not been lately received from the Father, he adds, And all mine are thine, and thine are mine. As if to say, Let no one hearing me say, Let them which thou hast given me suppose that they are separated from the Father, for mine are his. Nor because I said, They are thine, suppose that they are separate from me, for whatever is his is mine. Augustine, it is sufficiently apparent from thence that all things which the Father hath, the only begotten Son hath, hath in that he is God, born from the Father, and equal with the Father, not in the sense in which the older Son is told, all that I have is thine. For all there means all creatures below the holy rational creature, but here it means the very rational creature itself, which is only subjected to God. Since this is God the Father's, it could not at the same time be God the Son's, unless the Son were equal to the Father. For it is impossible that saints, of whom this is said, should be the property of anyone except him who created and sanctified them. When he says above, in speaking of the Holy Spirit, all things that the Father hath are mine, he means all things which pertain to the divinity of the Father. For he adds, he, the Holy Ghost, shall receive of mine, and the Holy Ghost would not receive from a creature which is subject to the Father and the Son. Chrysostom. Then he gives proof of this. I am glorified in them. If they glorify me, believing in me and thee, it is certain that I have power over them. For no one is glorified by those amongst whom he has no power. Augustine. He speaks of this as already done, meaning that it was predestined and sure to be. But is this the glorifying of which he speaks above? And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self. If then with thyself, what meaneth here in them? 
perhaps that this very thing, i.e., his glory with the Father, was made known to them, and through them to all that believe. Chrysostom. And now I am no more in the world, i.e., though I no longer appear in the flesh, I am glorified by those who die for me, as for the Father, and preach me as the Father. Augustine. At the time at which he was speaking, both were still in the world. Yet we must not understand, I am no more in the world, metaphorically of the heart and life. For could there ever have been a time when he loved the things of the world? It remains then that he means that he was not in the world, as he had been before, i.e., that he was soon going away. Do we not say every day, when any one is going to leave us, or going to die, such an one is gone? This is shown to be the sense by what follows, for he adds, And now I come to thee. And then he commends to his father those whom he was about to leave. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me. As a man he prays God for his disciples, whom he received from God. But mark what follows, that they may be one as we are. He does not say that they may be one with us, as we are one, but that they may be one. For they may be one in their nature, as we are one in ours. For in that he was God and man in one person, as man he prayed, as God he was one with him to whom he prayed. Augustine. He does not say that I and they may be one, though he might have said so in the sense that he was the head of the church, and the church his body, not one thing, but one person, the head and the body being one Christ, but showing something else, viz., that his divinity is consubstantial with the Father. He prays that his people may in like manner be one, but one in Christ, not only by the same nature in which mortal man is made equal to the angels, but also by the same will, agreeing most entirely in the same mind, and melted into one spirit by the fire of love. This is the meaning of that they may be one as we are, viz., that the Father and the Son are one not only by equality of substance, but also in will. So they, between whom God the Son is mediator, may be one not only by the union of nature, but by the union of love. Chrysostom. Again he speaks as man, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name, i.e., by thy help. He speaks in condescension to the minds of his disciples, who thought they were more safe in his presence. Augustine. The Son as man kept his disciples in the Father's name, being placed among them in human form. The Father again kept them in the Son's name, in that he heard those who asked in the Son's name. But we must not take this carnally, as if the Father and Son kept us in turns, or the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost guard us at the same time. But Scripture does not raise us, except it stoop to us. Let us understand, then, that when our Lord says this, he is distinguishing the persons, not dividing the nature, so that when the Son was keeping his disciples by his bodily presence, the Father was waiting to succeed him on his departure but both kept them by spiritual power. And when the Son withdrew his bodily presence, he still held with the Father the spiritual keeping. 
for when the son as man received them into his keeping he did not take them from the father's keeping and when the father gave them into the son's keeping it was to the son as man who at the same time was god those that thou givest me i have kept and none of them is lost but the son of perdition i e the betrayer of christ predestined to perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled especially the prophecy in psalm one hundred and eight chrysostom he was the only one indeed who perished then but there were many after none of them is lost i e as far as i am concerned as he says above more clearly i will in no wise cast out but when they cast themselves out i will not draw them to myself by dint of compulsion it follows and now i come to thee but someone might ask canst thou not keep them i can then why sayest thou this that they may have my joy fulfilled in them i e that they may not be alarmed in their as yet imperfect state augustine or thus that they might have the joy spoken of above that they may be one as we are one this his joy i e bestowed by him he says is to be fulfilled in them on which account he spoke thus in the world this joy is the peace and happiness of the life to come he says he spoke in the world though he had just now said i am no more in the world for inasmuch as he had not yet departed he was still here and inasmuch as he was going to depart he was in a certain sense not here end of chapter seventeen verses six through thirteen